This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith. What about statements that say the Lehites came here alone? By Michael R. Ash. Read by Ned Scarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. From a textural and scientific standpoint, there is no escaping the conclusion that other native populations coexisted and intermarried with the Lehites. So let's move on to our second question. What about statements from leaders or verses in the Book of Mormon that suggest Lehites arrived to a continent void of other people? This article and the following article will address that question. While I recognize that more than one LDS church leader has implicitly or explicitly stated the New World was uninhabited before the arrival of the Jaredites, there is no official statement or revelation on this issue, like the Book of Mormon Geography, the genetic and cultural constitution of New World inhabitants is not a doctrinal issue, and opinions on the topic, even when made by leaders, should be weighed in light of our earlier discussion on the role of prophets. Probably the most frequently quoted verses that imply the traditional folk view of Book of Mormon populations comes from Second Nephi chapter 1, verses 6 through 11, wherein Lehi prophesied that there shall none come unto this land save they should be brought by the hand of the Lord. Their promised land would be kept as yet from the knowledge of other nations, and if the people would keep God's commandments, they would possess this land unto themselves, and there shall be none to molest them, nor to take away the land of their inheritance. But Lehi warned, When the time cometh that they shall dwindle in unbelief, God will bring other nations unto them, these powerful nations would cause them to be scattered and smitten. To understand this prophecy in the context of a real-world setting, we must first ask what is meant by this land. Modern readers tend to interpret this on a large scale, that this land refers to all the Americas. In Part 19 of this series, however, it was shown that ancient writers frequently used references such as Earth, or land, to denote a smaller geography. It's also significant to point out in the Book of Mormon the promised land referred to more than one location, such as both in the Old and New Worlds, and in practice was attached to the righteous Nephites rather than to the land itself. More on this issue once we get to the Book of Mormon geography. A closer look at Second Nephi is also helpful in determining what is really going on in regards to Lehi's prophecy. Chapter 1 takes place sometime shortly after the Lehites arrive in the New World. Lehi, who was nearing death, spoke to his posterity with counsel and warning. He said the Lord offered the land of promise in covenant to Lehi, his children, and all those who should be led out of other countries by the hand of the Lord. Verse 5. And that none would come to the land except those brought by the hand of the Lord. So we can certainly presume that the Lord brought others to the promised land prior to, 
during, and after Lehi's arrival. Such statements do not preclude the possibility that others already lived in close proximity to the Lehites. The Lord promised that their people would be kept as yet from the knowledge of other nations, verse 8, as well as kept from all other nations, verse 9. As ethno-history specialist Brant Gardner explains, Lehi comforts his people by indicating that they will not be foreign nations overrunning them as yet. Second Witness 2.25 While modern readers automatically assume that these nations must come from across the sea, in Lehi's limited land view, other nations could come from over the next mountain or valley. Verse 9, kept from all other nations, also meant keep them from domination by. And what does Lehi mean by nations? In Lehi's home world, the ancient Middle East, a nation would have referred to a large, powerful nation, such as Babylon and Egypt. Smaller societies, such as the hamlets the Lehites might have encountered upon landing in the New World, would not merit the description of nations. As LDS researcher Matthew Roper explains, when Lehi prophesied that they would possess the land unto themselves, verse 9, This doesn't necessarily mean the Lehites are the only inhabitants, but can also mean, as it often does in the Book of Mormon context, that a group has the ability to control and exercise authority over the land and its resources. For example, Mosiah 19.15, chapter 23, verse 29, chapter 24, verse 2, Alma 27, verses 22 and 26. Nephi's Neighbors, Farms Review, 15.2 and 1.15. If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. Questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book, Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that a fair Mormon.